Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I remember the last time I spoke to Louise O'Neill on The Opinion Line. She had uh, just been conferred with an honorary doctorate at uh, UCC. And we were saying that the next time I had you on, I, I had to talk to you or address you as, as Dr. O'Neill. Have you dropped that one now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I insist on that, PJ. <laughs> Wherever I go, I absolutely insist that people refer to me by my, you know, my correct title. <laughs> Louise, um, your new book has again shot to the number one spot after, I'd say it's barely on in, in the shops a week. And we talked about it at the time of the doctorate. You, you told me it was another one uh, along a similar line, an, un, an underlying theme of mystery and strange behavior and things that you like to write about and it will be out in May. It is out and it's number one. Congratulations on that. Oh, thank you so much, PJ. I'm, I'm delighted. Mm, and you're already writing another one. Yes, for my sins. Um, you know, just have to keep busy. Um, well, actually, I think it's more that I signed a contract and they expect me to do- deliver it in August. So oh, really? That, that, you'll be surprised um, by uh, how the threat of legal action will sort of keep, keep you motivated. Now, again, you're tackling issues that you, you always pick issues that others don't write about. Uh, I've noticed that with your books over the years, and and that's you as a writer anyway. This is a strange story about the times in which we live and the Mm -hmm. influencer culture, and the central character Mm -hmm. of of it, of Idol, is Samantha Miller. Tell me Mm -hmm. about her. Yes, well, Samantha Miller is an American wellness influencer. Um, So she's very beautiful, very powerful, very successful, incredibly wealthy, um, has millions of followers on social media and travels all across the world, you know, giving motivational speeches to her girls, as she calls them. Um, And, you know, when her new book comes out, she writes this essay um, to promote it. Um, And the essay is about a sexual experience that she had as a teenager with her then best friend, Lisa. The essay goes viral. But then Lisa gets back in contact for the first time in 22 years. And she says... That's not quite how she remembers that night, that her memory of what happened between her and Sam is much darker. There's a number of issues in there. Pick them out for me. Mm. What are you address? What individual issues are you yeah. addressing? 
Well, I suppose, I mean, I saw a review headline the other day and it said that Idol was a searing look at sex and power and celebrity. Um, and I agree with that. And I, I suppose it's also dealing with themes I've been exploring throughout my entire career. You know, yes, sex and power, but also consent and relationships and what happens when, I suppose, hurt people hurt other people um, and there's also a lot about you know memory uh, memory is a really central theme um, in the book um, and I suppose how that intersects with trauma which is something that I'm you know absolutely like fascinated by but you know at the heart of it Idol is still a thriller um, I suppose you know you're kind of racing through the story to find out um, which one of these two women is telling the truth because they're both so determined that, that their truth is the truth and they're both so credible in their telling of that truth mm. yes and I suppose well credible and um, fallible in, in equal ways and I think actually that's very you know with um, in Idol um, as I said Samantha is this incredibly you know wealthy influencer and Lisa you know is a stay at home mother still lives in their um, hometown um, and you know I suppose their recollection of this one night is is in direct conflict um, with each other um, and I suppose for me, it's really interesting sort of like looking at memory because I think we've all had that experience of, you know, particularly, let's say, with siblings where you'll remember something from your childhood um, mm. and the way in which they remember it might be very, very different. Um, and I suppose for Samantha in Idol, um, her memories really form her sense of self. They form the way she looks at herself, the way she sees herself in the world, um, because so much of her self-belief is predicated on this idea of I am a good person um, and I think when Lisa comes along and threatens to undermine her memories and therefore undermine her sense of self Sam feels very threatened by that um, mm. and will do she, I mean she goes to increasingly desperate lengths um, I think to um, protect her memories and to protect her sense of self mm. it, It's a cursory lesson too I think Louise on for anyone in social media or any kind of media if you're going to tell a story about the past and if you're going to name someone as part of mm. that story it might be handy to get in touch with them first and say yeah. is this as you <laughs> because, because yeah. that would well, have PJ, been if she had done that there'd be no book so this, is like... <laughs> this is true this is true but it is that salutary lesson for, for, for anyone you know so oh no definitely and I suppose again you know a lot of this is you know I suppose who who gets to tell the story and because Samantha is in a position of power yes. um, and has a ready audience she's the one holding the microphone um, so to speak um, so I suppose it it, it it makes it that much more difficult for Lisa even to um, sort of wrestle that story from yeah. her. And she comes back to her hometown then to try mm. to seek out Lisa and, and yeah. settle it, smooth the waters, patch it up. Yeah. And that's where it starts yeah. to get really complicated. Yes, I mean, Samantha is a master manipulator um, and is incredibly charismatic and sort of won't take no for an answer. Um, and I think it's really interesting, I suppose, when she does go home to her um, hometown to reconcile with Lisa. Um, and both of these women see themselves as the victim of the other one's behavior. They think that the other person has hurt them in an irrevocable way. Um, and I suppose what's really compelling is that they're still so drawn towards each other that like in a way Sam and Lisa are the loves of each other's lives um, and I think it's I think it's very true I mean I suppose 
we can still love the people who have hurt us the most. And I think sometimes people maybe don't understand that when they're talking about you know um survivors of of sexual violence or sexual trauma mm. and that it, it's not particularly if you know the person you know it's not as easy just to say well screw you you know what i mean it's just it, it's very complicated i suppose yeah. and their relationship is very complicated but yeah. i suppose writing that friendship in idol um particularly the flashbacks to kind of the, the late 90s early 2000s with that very intense teenage friendship like it was a lot of and it was a lot of fun to write, for, you know, on on a personal level. And I hope that comes across to the yeah. reader. Well, one thing that you do in all your books is you take a very serious element of subject matter, and you always manage to, to keep us turning the pages, knowing there's something coming. There's something coming. We have no idea what it is, but there's something mm. coming. And you slam it with us at the very end. <laughs> yeah, the and ending you of this always one always catch us out. Yeah, I, I did get a lot of messages from people who were reading Idol, um, sort of there. And um, when Sam goes home, you know, she and Lisa start planning Lisa's fortieth birthday party. And from sort of the birthday party on, I was getting a lot of messages like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe this!" And it's always lovely to, I suppose, feel like you you have the ability to surprise the reader um, in that way. But I think PJ, like to be honest, I mean, I am a storyteller, mm. so. You know, you can, of course, um, I suppose, touch on serious topics and topics that need uh, conversation, you know, need to be talked about, whether, you know, that is consent or whether it's, you know, false rape allegations or, you know, whatever, um, and trauma and memory. But I think as a writer, as a storyteller, for me, the most important thing is still the plot, is still keeping the pace really tight, is making mm-hmm. sure that, you know, that the reader is sort of racing to find out, um, uh, to find out what happened, because, you know, no one wants to read a sort of boring diatribe um, mm. on social issues. Um, I think that the the story has to, you know, it has to be compelling. That's the most important thing. Do you prefer being Louise through fiction or non-fiction, through fiction or columns? Which do you prefer being Louise through? Um, oh, that's a very good question. Um, I think I prefer fiction. Um, I think I can be more honest in the fiction um in a way because i suppose it's not me you know like there's a uh, sometimes it feels like i'm sort of living out um uh, like an alter ego's uh ideas or you know our fantasies or whatever um through some of the for, through some of these other um characters um and i also think you know my column is quite short i mean um i have maybe 800 words to kind of play around with whereas i i do love i suppose the scope of a novel um to expand on these ideas and you know, with um, Idol, um, I wrote most of it uh, during lockdown. Um, and I think because I was so engrossed in it and because I was so, I felt really creatively inspired when I was writing Idol. Um, and I think that just, I, I don't know, I suppose maybe I was one of the few people during lockdown who was waking up feeling very excited to get to her desk because I just wanted to write this story and write about Sam and Lisa and, and uh, their relationship and all of these very complicated, nuanced uh, subject, you know, um, issues. And um, yeah, I think, you know, I suppose, so I, I would say probably fiction. That's a great question, though. I don't think anyone's <laughs> asked me that before. Someone else asked you, uh do you think it would not be nice to be an influencer having written about one? No, I don't know. Honestly, I think it looks like a really hard job. Um, you know, I mean, I even th- was really thinking about that when I was writing Idol with um, 
you know, with Sam, like, you know, she has found a way to monetize the most traumatic things that have ever happened to her, like her childhood and her her assault. And, um, and she sort of mines her own life for content. And I think that when you do that and when you're letting people in the way that Sam does and the way I think other influencers have to in order to make a living, I think it's very hard then to sort of put up boundaries and say, no, that's enough. Um, and in Idol, when the um, allegations of abuse are leaked, um, you know, uh, Sam's girls turn on her yeah. very quickly. Um, and I think that, you know, the way in which she copes with that and, and her life unraveling at a, at a, at a very rapid pace um, is quite unnerving, um, I think, but yeah. um, hopefully hopefully entertaining for the reader. <laughs> the, the, the way an inf- a very real look, I think, at the way an influencer's entire kingdom for want of a better word, mm. can crash around their ears yeah. in a day. Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Um, and I think as well, PJ, like when we're when we're talking about these things, I think it's really important um, to note that, you know, for most influencers, I think, you know, particularly if they're sort of in fashion or in um, in beauty or, you know, like that's pretty innocuous. But I suppose when when you're in the wellness space, which which um, Sam is in Idol, like I do think there has to be stricter regulations around what you can and can't say, you know, particularly if you're making health claims um, about mm. You know, you're you're you know you're talking to people who are very vulnerable um, and who might be dealing with very serious illnesses. Um, and I did think it was quite funny in Idol. There's this section where she talks about how she got in trouble during the pandemic because she was selling, you know, um, uh, like uh, kind of bloodstone pendants to yeah. ward off infection and um, and you know like special vitamins and um, or vitamins as they would say in America. Um, and um, I th- that part was quite like I found a lot of it like I mean quite amusing to write. Um, you know, particularly when you're kind of almost was leaning into that kind of satirical element yeah. of uh, of a lot of the the nonsense, I suppose that that can surround. Um, uh, even though I I'm, I must say I, I do love a lot of um, new age uh, kind of thought, but um, some of it can be a little bit outlandish. And she's not as sweet as she's painted either, and that breaks through. And you think, ah, yeah. she's lo- oh god, she's not as lovely as I thought she was. And and you know. There's, there's <laughs> But in fairness, PJ, are any of us as lovely as maybe, uh, you know, truth? like none, none of us are perfect, you know? You you have written this based in America, but I sometimes, I somehow think that you've written it based in America because uh, you'd like it to be pulled up for television. It's <laughs> I don't know. That's very cynical, PJ. Um, but you wouldn't turn well, it down, I mean, Louise. Oh no, I wouldn't. I mean, I, I mean, Reese Witherspoon would make an amazing Samantha Miller, See? Um, and I know that um, even people casting. have suggested. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but you know, to be honest, the, the reason why um, I set it in America was because there's a real earnestness um, to Sam, and like she takes herself very seriously. She, you know, she takes her um, her wellness empire, you know, Shakti, very seriously, and I don't know if that would really work in an Irish yeah. context I just think we're, we're not I don't know there's something about the American dream I think that ties very well in with that um, but, but I just didn't we'd, think we'd it would buy it as an American Irish. show but maybe not based in Ireland Louise listen always great to talk to you good luck with it uh, you, you continue to, to deliver super fiction and, and it's always great to chat oh, with you thank you so much PJ and you'll be at the West Thank Cork you. Literary Festival in the summertime as well. Uh, so uh, that's on July 10th. Louise O'Neill, her new book called Idol. Cork's 96 FM. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.